This is the Huey Alert Podcast with Craig and Shelley Huey, bringing you the tools to transform our nation and culture, the intersection of faith and politics. Hi, it's Craig Huey, and we're here in Washington, D.C. at the International Religious Freedom Conference. And um, I'm here with my lovely bride, Shelly. Hey, everyone. I'm and, so excited we're here. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, though, walking here, it was raining and gloomy. But I'll tell you what, coming into this conference was pure excitement. It's like the atmosphere changed. And I'm super excited today because... Because we're talking about religious freedom. Yes. And we're going to talk about something I don't think any of the audience fully understands no, they or knows don't, about. they don't fully understand, but we've That's got, right. we've got an, an amazing expert on a specific country sitting in front of us today. Yes. And his name is Kuzat Altai. So and, and, Kuzat... And, and let, let me just mention, so we're going to focus yes. on religious freedom, Yes. on persecution of minority faiths, mm-hmm. and on China. China? And within no China, within China, there's various countries that have been independent in the past, but no longer. China has absorbed them, mm. occupied them, yes. and one is Turkestan. And so, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and uh, what's going on in China today. Uh, in, in 2005, I was attending medical college in Urumqi, East Turkestan, and I got arrested by Chinese intelligence, and they were threatening to kill me, so I had an escape in 2005. I went to Turkey, stayed two years. In 2008, wow. I came to the United States as a refugee with my wife wow. and 10-month-old baby. Wow. Uh, been in the United States for almost 15 years. Yes. Uh, I am human rights activist, and also I am a CEO and co-founder of a tech education company called Sideo. Okay. And I have a full-time business job. I yes. have to run the business at the same yes. time. Um, Plus a teenage human, daughter. <laughs> human, human rights is not something part-time because it's about my dad. It's about my people. It's my, about my, my, my classmate, indeed, that my best childhood friend was executed by Chinese Communist Party. Whoa. So it's it's a difficult life, but I'm, I'm glad that I'm in the land of freedom and opportunity that we have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and we are being example for the world that freedom and democracy is, is something that everyone wants. Well, I'm glad, I'm grateful that I'm here. That, that, that's awesome. But our freedoms are in danger here. Absolutely. And our freedoms are in danger worldwide. Certainly, Taiwan is a focus. Let's talk about your country. Mm-hmm. Why is it occupied by China? How did that come about? And what's going on there now? So after occupying our region, China gave us a name called Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region. So if I tell you, hey, uh, I have a new car, what does that mean? It means the car is new. I didn't have it before. Yes. I just had it. That's right. So when Xin means new. Yes. Jiang means territory. Okay. If you always had it, why you call it new territory? Yes. It means that you have occupied this land. Right. In 1933 and in 1944, Uyghurs were able to establish our first and second republic called East Turkestan Republic. So it was a free country. It, it is, was a republic. It has been free country. And then it was the uh, first time that we had republic. Before it was free country, but we yes. didn't have republic. Yes. Now we call it republic. Yeah. But in 1944, uh, Stalin and Mao Zedong, they have assassinated our leaders. So the with communists, the crash. Exactly. The communists uh, did this. With the airplane crash, crash quote unquote, 
most of our leaders were died. And Chinese Liberation Army in 1949, they came to our land and they occupied our land. They came with the promise of giving us our own freedom, which is the, that's why they call autonomy, and our freedom of belief and the freedom of our language and, and the culture. So propaganda and deception. Propaganda and deception. See, here's the thing. When was the China had war last time since World War II? Never. But China will not win the war with weapons. It's deception. It's wow. espionage. Wow. It's being spies. Wow. Ideological war. That's what China is doing in the United States. Wow. China cannot win us with tanks and airplanes right. and jets, but China can penetrate our society. Right. China can buy our think tanks and then our universities wow. and our corporates. Yes. That's what China is playing. That's why they're successful. Yeah. Without shooting a bullet, they're trying to occupy our, our country here as well. That's a powerful That's warning. Really That's a powerful yeah. warning. So. Let, let's uh, let's dig in a little bit. We we know that China is a free state. We know communist China. We know that communist China has surveillance, has high tech surveillance of people, and uh, has social credits. Can you elaborate a little bit on that, and then how it's being done to attack minority religions? So when you have a super dictatorship yes. that is supported by super technological advancement yes. it becomes even way more evil than it could. An evil and nightmare. Imagine yeah. uh, a super dictatorship is empowered by technology. That's what's happening in our land. Wow. Every other place, the, the streets are full of facial recognition cameras. Yes. Right? And people like my dad, we have QR code on our door that Chinese authority will come and scan every day. Right? People, Uyghur people, this they is will. In, in China. In, in Urumqi, it's occupied land of China. Why Uzbekistan. would they scan the QR code? Just because my, my dad was a political prisoner. He yes. was in the concentration camp. Oh, and my. He, and there are many other Uyghurs as well. Right. right? So now they will, they will force you to install apps on your phone to track you, right? You can't even take a picture. They will know what you have in your phone, what you have in your family, what you're talking about. There's no freedom at all. Whoa. So now China is kind of what, what is, is testing this new way of running the society right. in East Turkestan and Tibet yes. and then slowly roll out to other parts of China. So the experiment goes in your home country. Exactly. And then spreads deeper into mainland. Here's the way. They test the business model. They test the technology. Once it's working, they, they implement in other parts of China. It's not even that. They export the technology to other dictatorship governments to further empower them on dictatorship. Cool. Because they need allies. Right? We want more freedom in the world. They want more dictatorship in the world. So you're saying they're taking this police state technology and then exporting it to maybe Cuba or some other countries? Maybe Turkmenistan, for example, maybe Turkey, for example, maybe Saudi Arabia, we don't know. Oh, can you imagine if Turkey had that? Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, I mean, this Huawei, all this technologies, right? All this uh, high vision cameras, right? Like, that's what they're doing right now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, America is asleep. So, part no, of America's not asleep. America's involved in in all of this biometric type IT technology. They know the the Homeland Security knows um, all these conferences they have. Guess what? The the software engineers 
that are coming from China are at these conferences. So here's the thing. And they're trying to pitch our okay. government on all that I stuff. I have a little bit different, like, a little bit slightly different opinion on that. It's okay. not only they're attending our, our, our uh, conferences. If you want to work for USPS, yes. you need to get a public trust security clearance. Okay. Right? And if you have access to more data, it requires more top security clearance, right? Right. Now, how much data is now physical? All, most data is digital. Yes. How, where is our Americans' data? It's on TikTok. Yes. It's on Facebook. Yes. It's right. on Twitter. It's on Apple. Yes. Now, imagine our current society in America, it's ran by data and algorithm. Right. Yeah. Now, any Chinese can come to the United States, yes. find a job in IT Ooh. companies, and become director in of software development. Yes. And that's one thing. It's called yes. insertion. Track, <laughs> right. track the VCs, venture capitals behind yes. these technology firms, the startups. Really? Track their, their so board of directors. You're, you're saying funding is coming from communist China to the venture capitalist firms? I think so. I wow. see lots of yeah. activities in there. Yeah. Now, imagine that. That's fine. That's fine. So, what was the... What was the, you know, in the elections on Twitters and Facebook yeah, and in the COVID was, situation, what is the me, uh, power of social media? A, a huge yes. in, in, in putting the finger on an honest election. Exactly. When we say China will not win the war against us with aircraft car right. carrier, but they're going to, they're fighting the war on social media, on data, on wow. algorithm. That's why always pro-America values are censored in social medias so we need to make sure that we understand this we need to wake up this at least we need to eliminate there should be what if would you, you have the u.s government do here's to stop the subversion we have of department of agriculture and we don't have department of technology we don't have department of data data and the technology is our future why we don't have specific department handling the situation if if chinese engineers come to the united states yes. get a job they should subject it to security clearance see i think i fully agree with you on the security clearance i might disagree with you on a department of data when i see the bureaucrats ideological bureaucrats able to use that against the people could be that could happen could be but you're 100% right they should not be able to have um, ability to get the jobs without security and clearance and really making sure that um, you know the the intellectual property isn't stolen, that uh, subversion isn't going on. So what you just have, have described is a horror story of what has happened in China, your country, and is happening in America. But I think we should also analyze the, the toll of human suffering from the prison camps because we only have a vague understanding of these prison camps that are going on in China and what's happening. Can you can you kind of yeah. describe what, what um, that is? Unfortunately, you know, we nothing can be compared to Holocaust yes. because the pain is right. Nothing like that happened in human history. Right. Unfortunately, after the Holocaust, nothing compared to, to Holocaust. Right. In terms of having millions in the concentration camp getting killed, getting raped, 
getting organ harvested, getting sterilized, also forced labor. So the scale is very scary. Millions of people we're talking about right now. So, so we're not talking about a few, a few hundred. We're, we're talking, talking about, about millions. Millions of people. We're talking about millions. Where, where is this in China? Yes. So, so if if you look at those camps, if you yes. search from Google, right, right, from the satellite map, you yes. can literally see the oh, camps. It's, it's expanding so yes. fast. Yes. So they're turning in those things as a as a concentration. And do you and you say even organ harvesting is going on? I mean, China is known for organ harvesting, right? Chinese communist right. leadership. Yeah. Um, it, it's anything that it's they a can big black see. market. Yeah. In the time of Hitler, he didn't have technology right. for organ transplant. Right. Right now, it's technology, and wow. they're trying to monetize even our dead body. After killing us, it's not enough. They want to take our friends' livers and kidneys and sell it. That's oh. what China is doing. That's what China is doing. Forced labor, that's what China is doing. We're killing American jobs, shipping jobs to China, so China can enslave people, sell us cheap product by killing American business and killing people in there. That's why I think people to wake up. People need to make sure that when they see Made in China, they should put it back and say, you know what, I don't want Made in China. I, For my country and for humanity, I want made in America, number one. If not made in America, I want made in Bangladesh, Indonesia. Yeah, I don't yeah. know anywhere that have not no with concentration. The slave labor. Exactly. Who was? Who is our existential threat to the United States right now? Except China. China is the biggest threat. Biggest. Now, number where one. is the Chinese power coming from? Export, selling goods to America. Why we are making our enemy rich is something that I cannot get it. Right. Why we keep buying from China? We need to decentralize our manufacturing from China, which is already happening. Yeah. I think it's good. Nike, Apple, Samsung, right. Sony, all these companies are moving out from China. Yes. Not enough. We need to do it more. Honey, I've got one more question for him. But uh, what would you say about the camps or any of the other things he, he's mentioned? Um, so I'm curious. Do you... Do you have a guess, or would you know, about the percentage of people that are being pushed into these camps that might be Christian? So, um, when I was a kid, I just was like, I have many Christian, my, my cousin had many Christian friends. Yes. They were Uyghur. Yes. Right? Right. And I, I don't know, but I know at least few Christian Uyghurs, because it's hard to... See, when when you get data from China, right. nothing you can trust, including their GDP. Can could you would you will you able to trust their code data? No. Right? So it's hard. It's a no. black box, right? Yeah. But for sure, in China, the God, quote unquote, is should be Chinese Communist Party. It cannot be Jesus. It cannot be God. It cannot be anybody else. Right. It only you have to worship Chinese Communist Party. Anything else, you go to concentration camp. I'm pretty sure. I believe, even Christians, I believe. They're more scary to China. Right. Probably 100% of the Uyghur Christians are in the concentration camp in the East Pakistan region. Oof. Because they automatically look at Christians as pro-America. Yeah. Well, this is a disturbing discussion because um, most people do not have an idea of what's going on. And, you know, China is becoming more and more in the news as they're looking at invading Taiwan. They've already turned, basically invaded Hong Kong. They've taken over Hong Kong. Looks like Taiwan is next. 
you've given some suggestions as to what American foreign policy should be. Let's let's wrap it up with just if there were two or three things you would have the government do. What would that be? So. Right before Ukraine war, we thought Russia is a superpower and they have a super military. And then we found out they were horrible, miserable, right? Right. Chinese army, 10 times worse. But the thing is, logically, there's no logical sense that Xi Jinping will attack Taiwan because it's going to be suicide. But the thing is this, imagine Xi Jinping is known for shooting the People bring him uh, yeah. right data, right? Right. right. Uh, so, so there's we are we we think too much about Chinese Communist Party. We think too sophisticated of them. Maybe it's not. Maybe Xi Jinping will make stupid mistake because every data coming to him, every piece of data, there's nothing truth in there. Because whoever can speak the truth is gone. It's eliminated by him. Now, based on the wrong data, and he could just do something stupid and attack Taiwan. Yeah. So it could be catastrophic, right? So my suggestion for the United States is also invest, invest on Uyghurs as well. Because I think China cannot afford to having internal problem and external right. problem at the same time. They can't fight multiple battles. Yeah. U.S. have lost trillions of dollars in Afghanistan. The U.S. have lost trillions of dollars in Iraq. Yes. But empowering Uyghurs is a different thing. This is going to be good for America. This is going to be good for the world. This is going to be good for the Central Asia. Imagine... Imagine a newborn, democratic, yes. pro-America, pro-freedom nation in Central Asia. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. That will be the better world for everyone. That's my suggestion. And I got to tell you, um, we had a president in the United States many years ago named Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. And he had a thing which is called the Reagan Doctrine, which was to e- enable equip people who wanted to fight for freedom with the tools and the information to be able to do so. And that's basically what you're saying, that the U.S. should be taking a stand for individual liberty against tyranny, and it's in our self-interest to do something. Especially if that country looks at America and want to take away our freedom from here. Right. They're already declaring the unofficial war. Wow. Whatever China is doing against the United States is trying to take, uh, take down our freedom and democracy. Wow. So it's not only a super nation that is bullying their own people. Yes. It's a nation. It's a, it's a, it's a government that wants to take on the United States. Yeah. So I think it's very fair for the United States to support Uyghurs. Wow. Well, we're impressed with your knowledge and what you've said. We look forward to having you come back because we do need to have um, more, uh, more information and detail, and you've got it. Uh, Shelley, would you like to end? Did you want to? Yeah, pray? I actually want to ask you, Kazat, if you have um, a prayer request for our people on this listening podcast to pray for you. So, I assume that most of the I'm I'm, I'm Muslim, yes, right? but I assume most of the you know audience here are Christian, mm-hmm. yes, right, and I. It's very simple for me. We believe in Jesus as well. We believe in Moses. But the thing is, when when millions of people are in the concentration camp suffering, what would Jesus do? And what would he say? What what kind of things that he would do, right? So I, I think that's very straightforward. And I'm asking 
our Christian brothers and sisters to support Uyghurs as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Can I pray for you right now? Thanks. Yes, okay. please. Lord, I thank you so much for Kuzat being here today. We thank you, Jesus, that you brought him to this place, that you rescued him, that you saved his, his wife and his child. We thank you that you've positioned him here in this country, specifically in, in this D.C. area, to be a voice for those that are, that are in prison for just what they believe. So we ask God that um, you continue to bless him, that you continue to show him your truth, and we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you will find him and you will, you will bring him to a place where not just his voice is heard, but changes will be seen by him. So I thank you, God, that you're gonna surprise Kuzat. You're gonna show him things that he hasn't even thought about yet. You're gonna give him vision and you're gonna speak to him in dreams. And we praise your name for protecting those Christians right now that are in China, that are in concentration camps. We, we thank you that you're gonna provide for them, not just food, but, um, but truth and a way to get out. And I thank you, God, that you're gonna protect this country too from the influence of China and all the different places. Help uh, the people that are hearing this broadcast right now to do the, uh, the due diligence of looking at products, making sure they're buying things that are not supporting this regime. And we thank you, God, for helping us do the right things. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thank everyone. So Thanks so much. And uh, we're going to be with you next week with another uh, broadcast. And Shelly? Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Thank Bye. You so much. Thanks for joining us this week. We are listener-supported, so please consider partnering with us by donating at craighuey.com or by signing up for our free newsletter. We look forward to being with you next week. And don't forget to share this podcast with others.